In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. We confess our sins. God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all righteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with the intro to our worship insert. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. The Lord is King forever and ever. The nations perish from His land. O Lord, You hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline Your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. In peace let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise let us pray to the Lord help save comfort and defend us gracious Lord
together. Oh God, by the leading of a star, you may know in your order, begotten Son, to the Gentiles. Lead us, who know you by faith, to enjoy in heaven and fullness of your divine presence, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Testament reading for the fourth Sunday after Epiphany is from Jeremiah chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a youth, for to all who, whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms, to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. But you, dress yourself for work. Arise and say to them everything that I command you. Do not be dismayed by them, lest I dismay you before them. And I, behold, I make you this day a fortified city, an iron pillow, and bronze walls, against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, declares the Lord, to deliver you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We'll continue with the gradual found on the insert in your bulletin. We will read responsively. Praise the Lord, all nations. Tell him all peoples. For great is his steadfast love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13. I will, show, I will show you a still more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. 
It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. But these three, the greatest of these is love. This too is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us rise. According to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word possessed authority. And in the synagogue there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, Ha! What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in their midst, he came out of him, having done him no harm. And they were all amazed and said to one another, What is this word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And reports about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. And he arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they appealed to him on her behalf. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and began to serve them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of every man crying, You are the Son of God. And he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desolate place. And the people sought him and came to him. And he would have kept him and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. You may be seated, and at this time we invite the this, this children's Sunday school group to come forward for their anthems. You may remain seated for the reading of our text today. The text for the fourth Sunday after Epiphany 
is Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 41. Following the event of Pentecost. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even on my male servants and female servants. In those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy and I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below blood and fire and vapor of smoke the sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes the great and magnificent day and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved men of Israel hear these words Jesus of Nazareth a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh, flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added to that day about 3,000 souls. This is our text. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
As good North American Western people and those that have been on our journey over the last three and a half years, you might be a little worried about the length of our text thinking, oh my, how long is he going to preach for this morning? Rest be assured, it will not be long. Because Peter's sermon is just that. If you were sitting in the pews and you heard this sermon from Peter, this is his entire sermon. And it is what we as Lutherans and as pastors and, and seminary professors would say is a really good law gospel sermon. He lays it out perfectly. You are the ones who put Jesus on the cross. You are the ones who crucified Jesus. Your sins nailed Him to that cross. And He has a nice text for it there, right out of Joel. And then He, he ramps it up one more step though, because He doesn't leave His hearers in despair. No, He proclaims that resurrection. of Jesus Christ from the dead. Peter preaches a perfect long gospel sermon in just a few sentences and a couple of paragraphs. The only one better than Peter is Jonah. And he did it with five words and had the whole city of Nineveh repent. That's impressive. But it's not Jonah, and it's not Peter. It's God working through them, and using them in very specific places. That the Word of God goes out unhindered. And that little tag at the end of our text, 3,000 souls. A secretary's nightmare in a church as she would have to input all that data on Monday morning, laying it all out. What about the baptismal certificates? What about all those pieces of information? But that's not what's significant. What's significant is what God did on that day. It was late last night when we got back. And even today, as a group of us sit in the pews, we're thankful that there's cushions in the pews. And that the backs are leaning back just a little bit. And that there's room for your feet that they don't bump up against the pew ahead of you. And that the sermon is in English. And that as we came in this morning, we were greeting one another and shaking one another's hands and speaking to one another. There was a community coming together, a congregation. And right now, at, at this very moment, thousands of miles away to the south of us, there's another congregation meeting going through this same service in a different language. The same service that we use on Sunday morning. 
Hearing about Jesus Christ, repentance, and baptism. We didn't baptize 3,000 people. We didn't baptize 10 people. But there was one baptism that took place. In either case, the good news of salvation and the Word of God was proclaimed. And there's a pastor there who through a humble amount of people has identified to him a community almost the size of Ray. Almost. Of people that need to be baptized. That are hungry for God's Word. That are hungry for those precious words of comfort that each and every one of you have. That in the midst of, of destitute and impoverishment, there is incredible hope and faith. And by no means am I going to stand before us today and say, you don't know how good you have it. Because we live in a different culture, in a different time, and in a different place. We live in a completely different world. And we have struggles. And we have trials. And we have difficulties. And sin impacts us. And Satan tempts us with the same emphasis and the same magnitude that he does all people throughout the world. And the same message that they heard is also the same message for you. Take heart, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Through faith, God has given to you the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. Hold fast to the baptisms, to the waters of baptism that was poured over you. That you have been marked and redeemed. That you are connected to a cross. And as you come to a communion rail today, that you will participate in the body and blood of Christ. This Jesus, who died and was buried and rose from the grave, is coming to you today to bring to you peace, hope, and comfort in the forgiveness of sins, to strengthen you and to send you out into a world, to equip you and, ena and enable you as His dear children and as His instruments, confessing unashamedly and unabashedly what you've been given. Peace, hope, comfort, forgiveness. That's for you. How and when we touch lives, only God will know. But we know for sure that God has touched your life. And that He has washed you, and He has cleansed you, and He has made you new in His waters of baptism and through the shedding of His blood and the resurrection from the dead. Amen. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let us rise and we confess our faith to one another by words of the Nicene Creed.
Page 158 or in the back inside cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, together is worshipped worship and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We continue with the prayers of the church. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, each according to their needs. Almighty and merciful Father, You are the one who gives to us hope and comfort in times of difficulty and trials and tribulations. We implore You, Lord, that You be with those who are unable to attend church for various reasons. And we pray especially for our shut-ins. Esther Schlickenmeyer, Elizabeth Welp, June Jensen, Harry Eckberg, Robert Parasette, Lillian Peters, Bonnie Davison, Bonnie Kinese, and Via Wall. Lay your hand upon each of these people, your children, giving to them the hope and the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty Father, you are the one who provides healing for all people, and you give to them strength during times of illnesses. We ask, Lord, that you be with Gary Adler, the father of Brent Adler, who is wrestling with, with various illnesses. Give to him strength and comfort. Grant to him healing. Above all, Lord, take his faith, and through, through you and, by, and in him, bring him to your cross of comfort and reconciliation, that in days of difficulty he may know of your unfailing mercy, Mercy, and that your hand is always upon him. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty Father, you are the one who places upon the hearts of people the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. We ask, Lord, that as those that as this congregation, that their mission team has returned from Guatemala, that you be with those who they have come into contact with, especially Pastor Louise and Guilan and his ministry, and for the and for their families of and for the families of Los Limanos, as well as with Raul and Eduardo, as they work in that area and in that village that through these men and their families, the good news of Jesus Christ and Him crucified and resurrected may continue to go out to those people. Lord, in Your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Father of all mercies, you are the one who watches over your people at all times and in all places. We ask, Lord, that you be with those who are in our families who serve in the armed forces. And we pray especially for Jordan Stober, who serves in the Air Force. Send your angels to watch over and protect him. Lift him up each and every day so that no harm comes his way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lay all of these prayers before you, plus those which are upon our heart, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. You may be seated as the offerings are gathered. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you His peace. Thank you.